Files Radio. Exploring feminism and technology through space and time. Good morning. You are listening to F-Files Radio on CQT 90.3 FM. 
I'm Sophie, and today and we just heard Color of a Kiss by Asher Woodhead and Caitlin Wolf O'Brien from the newly published Glyphoria, which is what we will be talking about on this episode. I am joined today by Ashley Obscura in the studio at CQT. Ashley Obscura is a Canadian-Mexican poet, writer, publisher, and literary curator. She's the author of three poetry collections, Sexo por Ultima, Ambient Technology, and I Am Here. She's also the founder and managing editor of Metatron Press since 2016, which is a multi-award-winning literary publisher that publishes experimental and cutting-edge contemporary poetry and fiction in unique pocketbook editions by debut authors. Metatron's projects also include various explorations in literary discoverability and innovative solutions to capturing the candence and spirit of contemporary writing, including over 50 events, a podcast, and multi-explorations in digital publishing, including what we will be talking about today, the recently released Glyphoria Project, which is a new digital literary platform. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Sophie. It's my pleasure to be here. Um, Before we get into it, I'll just explain a little bit more about Glyphoria. Glyphoria is a literary cyber environment designed to optimize the emotional gravity of poetry online through the exhibition of curated multidisciplinary poetry. It asks, how do we mark poetry upon the pixelated walls of the internet in new ways? What if there was a space where traditional and contemporary publishing could seamlessly coexist, merge, and cross-fertilize to inspire a new generation of literary art forms? If traditional poetry imagines itself on walls or in print, on paper, bound, Glyphoria imagines itself as exploring the marking of meaning and presence on the ephemeral digitalia. Via a series of guest-edited issues, Glyphoria fuses multimedia poesis within a living archive of glyphic glitches, orchestrating an immersive conversation between various forms and formats. Inspired by the glyph, which is the most ancient form of written communication, Glyphoria reimagines how we publish, share literature, and pollinate digital chasms in the 21st century. It is their hope to engage poetry in its current iterations, influenced and created within the technological age, its pixels and echoes and glitches. Together, we will bring collaborative poesis and emotional gravity to our ambient networks and clouds. So beautiful. Yeah, there's some tongue twisters in there. (laughs) (laughs) Tongue twisters, but also what a beautiful description of this new project. Um, So Glyphoria came out in four different issues on the internet, um, all of which were... Uh, by guest editors we have maintenance poetic systems the spirit is a bone and the river of time can you speak there's also two more 
There's also two more coming out that haven't been published. Oh, okay, wonderful. Uh, so it is in the process of being released right now onto the internet and onto our screens. Um, and all of this can be found on Metatron's online platform. I think just to start off, we'll discuss a little bit, and then um, I'm very excited to be sharing with our listeners some of the sound pieces that were submitted by some of your authors. Um, But with kind of alternative forms of publication like this, it really begs the question of what is a poem? And do you think this definition is ever evolving? And how are you and your editors able to work through this question in the selection process when building Glyphoria? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think for me, it's less the question of what is a poem and more the question of what is poetry. And I think poetry, we can all agree, is a language-based art form um, that seems to try to be getting at something that language can't quite grasp, Um, this sort of um, ephemeral nature of life and our experience um, with that um, as humans (laughs) with our senses and feelings and thoughts and ideas all swirling together. Um, So I've always tried to think of poetry outside of the constraints of the page. And um, I've seen so many different artists throughout the years who may or may not identify with being poets that are so clearly expressing poetry in their work. A great immediate example is um, Asher Woodhead, who we just opened the show with, and I've always found his his music um, because I've been you know in touch with his music for a long time. I've always found it bridges more on the side of poetry, um, especially with his his lyrical content and the way he layers words. Um, So yeah, I think I've always been really interested in expanding our understanding of what poetry is and can be. And I think Glyphoria is the closest I've come to creating uh, a pretty diverse space for multimedia poetry, Uh, especially in the age of technology now. I think so many of us are turning to whatever means possible to express whatever it is that we're trying to express. And so far, there's not a whole lot of platforms out there that sort of embrace the sort of multimedia-ness of specifically poetry. Um, and then for the second part of your question about the author, uh, the, the curators I worked with, um, of course, they would have to speak for themselves, but uh, I did hear from, from all of them saying how much they enjoyed working on this project and how refreshing it was to, to be able to work with so many different types of, of artists because none of us exist in a vacuum, you know, like poets interact with so many different types of artists and it's really beautiful to be able to, um, to bring that all in together in like a singular space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so beautifully put. Um, and I feel like have opening up a platform that can be multidisciplinary with the arc of poetry allows for people to really share 
a vision and bring people in closer to a feeling without feeling like they have to ascribe to a more traditional um, poetry format. Yeah. And for listeners who are not familiar with Glyphoria, it features poetry in the form of text, of sound, of video. Um, and we wanted to share some more of the pieces that are featured um, in some of the issues of Glyphoria for you to get a feeling of what they sound like. Um, and then we'll speak a little bit about the pieces themselves. So at the top of this episode, we heard the track Color of a Kiss. And now I'd like to share My Little Thinginess or Scrub-a-dub-dub-beep-bop by Faith Perret. Um, would you like to say anything more about this piece before we share it, or should we come back to it after? Mm-hmm. Um, I love this piece. I Just the first time I heard it, I was just so blown away, and I was just so excited that Glyphoria had such amazing stuff submitted to us. So this was the first piece, I feel like, because it came in quite early, and I was like, yes, like it's all happening. So... Yeah, this is a super great piece by Faith Perret. I'm everywhere. Song citation. Reproduction, out of reproduction. Many thousands gone down the drain like dirty dishwater. I'm everywhere, sans citation. Reproduction, out of reproduction. Many thousands gone down the drain like dirty dishwater. I'm every Psalms out of, out of, out of, gone. Thousands gone. Thousands gone. Thousands. So that was just a taste of um, the poetry piece submitted by Faith Perret, My Little Thinginess, Thingliness. <laughs> um, Something that struck me um, that was so beautiful about this piece is the dialogue that it creates between the sound piece itself and how enriched that is and the text on the page or on the website. Um, And I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about that in the way that kind of opening up this more multidisciplinary form of poetry influences the way that people are able to engage with it Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so if you go to the page that this piece is on you'll be able to play 
um, the sound piece, which is much longer. I think it's around five minutes. Um, but then if you scroll down, you'll see Faith has put together um, a score. And it's actually interesting that she calls it a score because it is, when you look at it, it does look like a poem. Um, but you can kind of follow along and see um, how that looks on the page and also listen to it at the same time. Um, so I think it creates this sort of multi-dimensional aspect, or you can access the poem through different places, which I think is really brilliant. And I was actually just reading over the notes that Faith uh, provided to, uh, about the piece itself, which are included also at the bottom of the page. And she does uh, mention that the, the formatting of the score was inspired by another great local writer, Carlos A. Petela's Dante's Bureau, which is a poem that's actually featured in another issue of the of Gliforia. So to me, it's interesting that the, the pieces are also in a way in conversation with each other on the site. And there's this interesting sort of like correlation happening between these two pieces. Mm-hmm. I love that when you discover that people are within the same wavelength and borrowing ideas and sharing ideas in the same moment. Exactly. And I think another thing that came through through this project, which was sort of um, a happy surprise, was how many collaborative pieces were put together. I think often poetry is considered to be such an individual and personal affair. And I think that in the past couple of years, we've seen a big swing towards collaborative works. And um, I'm not sure if it was like the format of, of Gliforia that allowed for that to happen, but I was really, really happy to see that there were lots of collaborations that mm -hmm. came through. Yeah, and I'd like to share another collaboration piece um, that you can also find in Gliforia. Um, this is Tower One, Tower Two by Michael Nardone and Andrew Whiteman, and it appears in issue one, Maintenance, um, which was curated by Jay Ritchie. Please. Joe. 
So again, that was a clip by Michael Nardone and Andrew Whiteman, another collaborative piece that you can find on Glyphoria. Yeah, I love that piece. And also it's interesting to note that Andrew is actually a founding member of Broken Social Scene, which I was also very excited to see. Um, just the, the variety and also specifically seeing so many Montreal creators come together through the platform um, from different fields. It's just, yeah, it's just super exciting. And this is just a little sampling of what we have on the site. So if you want to hear the whole thing, make sure to head over there. Yeah, definitely head over there, everything. Um, and as we we're talking about, a lot of the pieces you can engage with by listening, by watching, and by reading. And this piece in particular um, offers a chunk of dialogue that you can follow. Um, and it's very much enriched by the sound piece as well as the text that's on the page. Um there is another piece that we'd like to share with you before we go. Um, and this one, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about collaboration, but, you know, Glyphoria as a call for submissions is so open um, in what it's accepting of. And uh, I think it really gives power to the differentiation between multiple voices and multiple worlds and also as well as more classical readings um, and this you can be, be found in the piece that we're about to share which is one from The Spirit is a Bone and this piece is from Francis Verduga Lash Is This What My Body Sings? Prepare the feast and watch them eat, when I've been starving for well over a week. Burdened with one hundred pounds, five over the brim brings the burdenless. Constant weighing in breaks the window for the sleepless din. Is this what my body sings? I can't hear it so softly the hymn. Ungodly the body weeps, soothe me, choose me, give me rest. From constant action, it's followed consequence, a poor bargain at the center of my shrinking breast. I boil the bone until it's tasteless, a lie so steeped in time it's weightless. We feed them for pleasure, no matter the countermeasure. So is this what my body says? I train my ear while they devour, and I reserve my power. I'll choose to eat, I'll start to pray. For a song to erupt, steadfast, strong, and tough. But for that, I would have to trust. To burden God with human attribute, to have faith that in silence a song would erupt. And that it would be enough. So again, that was a piece by Montreal poet Francis Lash. Um, 
I wish that we had more time together. <laughs> I know time is just flying by. It always does. Time is flying by. And there's so much to talk about with this project, especially with the multiple issues, how much variety there is. And I'd really encourage people to visit metatron.press slash glyphoria to explore and discover a lot more. Um, but before we go, I wanted to ask you, what more can we expect aside from the other issues that mm-hmm. if you'd like to talk about them, mm-hmm. um, but what more can we expect from Glyphoria in this project? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next phase after we release the final two first issues of Glyphoria, um, we're going to roll out a new digital publications um How do I explain it? Digital publications section of the site where we'll be focusing on publishing long form poems and uh, chat books, but online. So further exploring with creating space for alternative forms of of poetry. Um, I'm always (laughs) seeking to create as much space as possible for that. And I really see the Metatron project, specifically our web presence, as being a form of archival, and it's just me trying to capture as much of contemporary poetry as possible and create systems that can can organize that and make it um, interesting to engage with as as a person that's just coming to visit um, our site. Um, Glyphoria, I hope to keep alive. It's going to depend, of course, on, f- on, on funding, but I think I see a lot of potential in it, and especially hearing from the curators and all of the contributors about how exciting um, it was to be part of it um, really motivates me to, to keep on you know, hustling and getting some money so we can continue paying people for their work, which is super, super important uh, to me. So yeah, the I have to give credit to um, Teo and Milo from World Creation Studio for building the website, um, and hopefully we can like continue to to grow it and to improve on it. And yeah, there's there's many many things that I'd like to to continue doing and fixing and yeah developing, continuing to expand. Yeah, yeah I just I want to get as many people up there as possible and just I love the idea of getting people off of social media and getting them onto a website that just has a ton of different interesting art pieces that they can kind of just spend time taking that in as opposed to like being on social media and getting ads and I don't know I just I think getting people off of social media is yeah, that's like an interest in mind. I think for a while I thought that sharing pieces on Instagram, like our Insta poems, I think that was a great way of, of exploring poetry, but I think I'm returning back to the idea of like the website as being a space that I want people to be coming to. Mm-hmm. If people are already engaging with screens, give them something enriching to engage with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a new branch of publishing that is publishing outside of something that you can hold. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it sounds like it's feeling really generative yeah. for you. 
And I think, I know that we're running really low on time here, but I think my next vision for Glaphoria is actually to get it off of the screen. And I'd really like to explore putting like together an exhibition. Um, so there'd be like the videos and the sound works and maybe even like some like live performances. So um, if you're a gallery owner and you have space and you want to host that, please hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today Thanks on so. F-Files. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. And everyone, look out for the newest issues of Glyphoria, which will be coming out shortly. That's all we have time for today. And I hope everyone has a beautiful rest of their day. Bye.